Welcome to the KLE Podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Encouraging and equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset to inspire, to influence, and to impact your culture where you are every single day. And now for today's episode. Good afternoon and welcome to the KLE Podcast. This is your host, Sean, and it's great to be with you again Hey, this week, you know, we are celebrating, as I said, I think yesterday, we are celebrating Father's Day uh, since Monday. And this is a topic I'm really, really passionate about in more more reasons for than one. <laughs> uh, simply because my own dad, I loved him dearly and he loved me dearly. He just never had a dad. And so he didn't know how to dad. And uh, but he was he was a the the best that he could be he was and he left me with with something that was immense that I didn't realize I had that he had given me until I had my own children and they were growing up into teenage years and then I began to realize what he had left with me and and, and invested not not so much that he taught it but that he he did it and that was amazing. But he, he really loved me, and I loved him. We didn't always agree on things. We didn't always see eye to eye on things. But he was a, he was a, a good dad overall. He loved me. And, uh, you know, it, the, I, I had the privilege of, of, um, of discipling him and pastoring him a little bit. And, and uh, so it was great to, to have him in my life until nearly the end of his life, um, I, I unfortunately left the country and came to America, be, uh, and he died while I was here. So I didn't actually get to see and say goodbye to him in that sense. But nonetheless, so it was coming out of the fact that he didn't have a dad. It taught him how to dad. And then for so-called spiritual fathers who were involved in my life or and and so many more who claim to be spiritual fathers, I began to look at their lives and began to say, something needs to be done. We need to do something. And then I began to look at the next generation and say, we need to do something. If I didn't decide I was going to change my life and my fathering, my way of fathering, nothing would have happened. Nothing would have changed. It would have been a generational thing that goes from bad to worse. And, and of course, as the generations go, that curse carries on. You know, you don't pray a curse away. You make a decision. You repent. The word repent is to turn around, get a new mindset, a new way of looking at things and just say, I'm not going to let this affect my family any longer. And so I'm not going to have an absent father like my dad did, like his dad had. I'm not going to abandon my children like they did. I'm going to be there for my children until my dying day and for my grandchildren. And of course, that is what changes it. So I'm very passionate about it. I had a man um, in, um, in the 90s. I met a man that I was an orphan in ministry. I, I, had, I was a very insecure, not mature. Um, I had a gift. I could do things, but I had no maturity, you know, and the Bible says, woe to the land when your the, your king is a child. And so I had nobody that was helping me mature. And even though I was preaching and teaching and helping people and, you know, all the rest of it, 
And a man came into my life at a, at a point in time that I needed him a lot. And uh, Dave came into my life. And for 15 years, we, we journeyed together. It wasn't so much what he taught. It was what I caught from spending time with him. And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today, the hearts of the fathers. And in um, Malachi chapter 4, it talks about, verse 6, he says, he will turn the last scripture in the Bible, in the Old Testament, before it transitioned to the New Testament. There's uh, 400 years between this verse and the coming of Christ in Matthew. But he says, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. A reconciliation produced by repentance so that I will not come and strike the land with a curse of complete destruction. But notice that he says he, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. And it starts with the hearts of the fathers. Not the teaching of the fathers, not the law of the fathers, but the heart of the fathers. Their attitude, their, their mindset, their, their values, their belief system, the heart, their heart attitude, the very depths of who they are, their emotions, their, their thinking, their will, their mind, their will, their emotion, their heartbeat, their very passion, their very conviction has to be turned to the children and the hearts then of the children will turn to their fathers. A reconciliation will take place. And he says, so that I will not come and strike the land with a curse. Maybe we're seeing a lot of curses in our lands. And I believe we are. I, I believe in nations. We're seeing generations right now uh, trying to disrupt everything because the land has been struck with a curse. Now, you can say, well, you know, I don't believe in God judging things, but this is a very real situation. We, we know from facts, we know from scientific research, et cetera, et cetera, and surveys and studies done, that a lot of the problems we have with our generation and generations before us, our, my generation, your generation, is that the, the fathers did not take their place. Now, thank God for the fathers that did, but where are the fathers that didn't? Where are the absent fathers? And I've challenged men of God, I've challenged in meetings and saying, hey, men of the body of Christ, men of the church, be a father. Be a father. I'm not talking about running around saying, I'm your father, you're my son. We, you know, we, I'm so sick and tired of hearing that stuff. It's like every, every man that wants to get a following suddenly makes people his sons, like he owns anybody. And it's just, I'm saying just the heart of doing it. Turn your heart to the children, to the next generation, so that when we turn our hearts to them, they will be turned. And instead of trying to teach them, trying to bring them a religion, trying to bring them our church and bring them our pastor and bring them our latest book and bring them the latest TV, uh, you know, preacher. And, you know, thank God for all those things. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying we don't, they don't need that right now. That might be good for you, but maybe they just need you to listen to them, to care, to be kind, to be tender, to listen, to to be interested in their life, to, 
give them life lessons before you try and preach to them. To influence them and bring them to the cross. Not try and force the cross on them and say, well, they don't want to listen to the cross. They're my enemy in a sense, and they don't want to hear me. Your heart is not turned to the children. And I'm not just talking about your own children. I'm talking about your grandchildren and your neighbor's children and the children down the street. What are you going to do about the children that are around you? Are you going to give your heart to them? We need to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. As I said, I'm so tired of, of hearing men trying to claim people as their children. These are my sons and my daughters. You know, it's like you don't own them. Direct them to the Heavenly Father. They belong to Him. He sent Jesus to pay for them, not you. And so, you know, and I'm saying you, I'm talking about the guys that do that. I know you're not doing that, but, you know, them. <laughs> so I'm saying is that we've got to get out of that and we've got to just forget about trying to posture ourselves as the Father, the spiritual fathers, you know. Let's stop all of that rubbish and... And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying the posturing is bad. I'm not saying we need spiritual fathers. We need those mature men and women of God that are able to bring maturity into the body of Christ. We need that. We need the generation. But we need you. We need you to grow up and be a father and not claim to be a father. You know, when, when they put, you know, I didn't like walk around when my first son was born and go, oh, I am now a father. I am now a father. Call me Father Sean from now on. I mean, that is absolutely, can you see how ridiculous that is? Practically ridiculous. Uh, we've got to get back to the place where our hearts are turned to the to the children. As fathers, our hearts are turned to the children. We need to give, do it. Just do it. Give them your heart. Don't try and claim something that you're not. Do it first and do it with one, do it with two, do it with three before you try and claim thousands as your sons. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. The sons will begin to honor you in your place in their life. They will see the reflection of the heavenly father in you and through you to them. And they will acknowledge that. But not when you acknowledge yourself. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> so that's what I want to share with you today. Turn your heart to the to, as a father to the children. This is a bit longer today, but I really wanted to just share that and say, be one of those fathers who turns their heart to the children. All right. Until next time, God bless you.